This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, Monday. Welcome. Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Beautiful day outside. Hopefully you're enjoying it. There's a much different weather today than what we had a couple of days ago. John Kanata joining us now as well. John, how are you, sir? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. In fact, I'm guessing, and I just happened to see this article before... Uh, bringing you on today, and uh, you're probably one that's up on this way more than me, so you might have seen this. Cyber attack disables Colorado Public Defender Office and computer systems. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one yet. Well, I'm putting out my own fires today. Uh, I'm, yeah, point being, uh, how should I say this, John? Nobody, nobody, including. The uh, action in this, this case, the Colorado Public Defender's Office, is immune from these things, are they? Nobody is immune to it, no. And in fact, I don't know if you've read my blog lately. I, I did, actually. I read that. It was actually very good. I, I talked about that a little bit it last did. week when, you know, you weren't here. But yeah, I read that. Uh, and yeah, no one is immune. No, and a lot of people think, well, I don't click links. I don't open attachments. I don't go to bad websites. I don't make those phone calls. I don't do any of that stuff. Right. But you could still get it. I mean, this this one customer of ours, and uh, I'll just tell a little bit for those listening. Yeah, go right ahead. No, it's a article. great story. Go ahead and tell it. Perfect. Yeah, and um, it was it was a bad thing that happened to them. They uh, got hit with ransomware. Okay. A client of ours, and my first thought was, well, how did this happen? We're taking care of them, aren't we? Right. Well, turns out that they set up a computer without letting us know about it. Didn't exactly protect it to our standards. Uh, okay, so, so hang on. I want to stop you there for a yeah. moment. So essentially, mm-hmm. this is one of your clients. They right. roll a device in. In this case, I believe it was a laptop or something similar. They roll it in. They, quote, unquote, you know, log into the network or put it on their own network, unbeknownst to you. And boom, that's where the problem starts, right? That's that's where it started. Yeah. Okay. They uh, did some other things. I don't want to go into detail. Sure, sure, sure. Make, yeah, I get it. Privacy. You bet. You bet. Uh, but let's just say that things weren't protected the way they should have been or could have been. And so they got ransomware on this one computer. Uh, fortunately, it didn't spread to the others that we were protecting. Okay. But uh, it was still a devastating uh, thing that happened. Because when this happens, a lot of people don't really understand it. And um, they think, well, yeah, if I get it, I can just clean it off or call somebody and fix it. This isn't like just a minor virus. This is something that puts a lot of people out of business. So, for instance, this this type of ransomware, not only does it lock up the files on the computer, 
so that you you need to buy the decryption key to unwrap it. Uh, but it also exports data to the hacker. So then the hacker has your data. Your data is locked on your computer, but they have it. And then they threaten to release it to the public. They'll publish it on the dark web so that others can buy it or see it. So now your private information is out on the web where others can can get to it. Got it. So this is not something that the average business wants to go through. <laughs> no well, uh, and and or the public defender's office, which I got a text message from Andy yeah. a moment ago that said they should be using John. Yeah, they actually <laughs> should be. And I, I'm not saying that to be funny, John. I mean, I, it, these are not funny things. They're not you know laughing matters. But when our own public defender's office in the state of Colorado is victim to this. It just goes to show you that anyone can be. Anybody can be a victim of this. And and again, it's not that anybody clicked on something or opened an attachment. In this case, it was, uh, I believe it was just random. They were scanning the web. Somebody was scanning the web looking mm. for open ports, open computers that they can get to. They found something vulnerable and I see. got into it. I see. And uh, so, yeah, even if you think, well, I'm I'm protecting myself. I'm not clicking on things. I'm not right. opening emails. Right. It had nothing to do with that. Yeah. So anybody is vulnerable to this. And the the worst part isn't, you know, that day when it happens, but the aftermath That's that right. happens. Because now right. you have to start reporting it. There's regulatory agencies that have to be notified. All the people whose data got got compromised have to be notified of that. Uh, there's all kinds of laws. Well, and in uh, this particular case, as part of what's in this article, I'm glad you said that because in this case with the Pol- Colorado Public Defender's Office, they didn't even notify all of their people like they should have. And that's the concern with some of the other counties oh. around because some of them weren't notified until 72 hours after the event, which, as you know, John, can be a big deal to mm-hmm. folks. Yeah, and again, it depends on the industry that you're in and the uh, type of attack and uh, they give you certain periods where you have to report. It could be days. It could be weeks. Um, so th- you really need to know the laws in your city, your state, uh, whatever jurisdiction you're in. There are different laws for that. And so one, one of the first things I recommend to anybody, uh, after I get them somewhat safe, one of the first things I recommend to anybody that gets ransomware is call your insurance company. Yeah, Believe it or not, yes. that is the best best person to call. Even if you don't have cyber security insurance or any kind of cyber attack insurance, your general liability might help with it. But the one thing that insurance companies will do is they'll put you in touch with an IR team, uh, an incident response team that knows how to lock down the computer and do a forensic analysis and make sure that there's nobody still in there and that nothing's spreading. And they'll find out exactly what happened and how much damage was done. So that's something... uh, You'd want to contact your insurance company for that because if anything is covered, then your insurance company is more likely to pay them. They'll also set you up with uh, legal counsel, okay, um, an attorney that will that knows all the laws in gotcha. your state, gotcha. your jurisdiction, yep. knows how you have to report it because this really is important. You can't right. just say, "Oh well, maybe I'll pay the ransom, maybe I won't," and even if I do or don't, I'm not going to tell anybody about it because if it gets out that this information did get out and you didn't notify, you're subject to all kinds of penalties for that. Yeah, great point. 
Great point. Now, a big deal. It's so folks again. I was laughing a little bit just because you would think that an agency like that wouldn't have any issues, but the reality is, John, everyone can a lot do, even high ranking organizations, federal, you know, federal facilities, et cetera, federal agencies, I guess I should say. A lot of these folks fall victim to this. Everybody is a target. No one is immune from this. That's why they need you, the cyber guy. That's exactly right. Everybody is a target. Whether they're specifically targeted or not, they are a yeah, target. That's right. Great point. They've got any open systems. And a lot of problems come from people who, uh, well, during COVID, you know, all the lockdowns, everybody sent all their employees home. Right. They go ahead, work from home, we'll figure it out. Right. They never really figured out the security part of it. Great so a lot point. of people are working from home in a very unsecured way. Great point. And that's, that's the way that hackers are getting in. John the Cyber Guy. Go to cyberguy.net. Read that story, by the way. It's right there in front. You can't miss it. I read it last week. And again, John, thank you so much. Keeping folks safe. We'll keep sending folks your way. And all of you listening, especially those of you that have businesses, if you don't know whether or not you're protected or how well you're protected, call John. He can help you with all of that, given analysis and so on. John, again, I appreciate you very much. Cyberguy.net is the website. That's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Yep, C-Y-B-R. All right, cybrguy.net. John, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, John. You bet. Have a good one. Very good. And, uh, yeah, folks, I literally saw that article right before coming on today and thought, holy cow, does that fit into what we're talking about? Question of the day. Let me get to that real quick. Uh, Friday's, by the way, was why does NASA show the film Armageddon during their management training program? Answer is new managers are given the task of trying to spot as many errors as possible, at least 168 have been found. So they use that as a training exercise to find all of the mistakes. Today's impossible question. Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. Name the only planet that rotates clockwise. Name the only planet that rotates clockwise. Some of you can go back in time to when you were kids learning about the solar system and so on. And uh, you can answer that question again. Go to the RushToReason.com website and answer there. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, who had a great seminar this past Saturday. I know he'll have some coming up in the future again, but make sure that you are handled when it comes to your financial security, getting to where you need to go and staying there. And it's never too early to start or too late to call Al and find out where you're at. KLZradio.com, 303-744-1128. You need Al Smith's strategy to help you maximize your retirement savings. Your grandparents' retirement was simpler than yours, and years ago, companies managed pensions for employees, and there wasn't much for the retiree to decide. Things have changed, and now it's much more important for you to use a carefully thought-out market strategy. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial helps you make the right calls at the right time to maximize your retirement in this new reality. Al helps you by minimizing tax liability, protecting against inflation, and using specialized tools to stay prepared. He doesn't just use an investing program and set it and forget it. He learns all about you, your goals, and your needs, and Al develops a customized strategy. Don't be passive about your retirement. Contact Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com money to start strategizing today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right. If you're a commercial 
property owner and need a roof inspection as we get into springtime now or you've noticed any kind of leaks or all the snow we've had, please give Dave Hart a call today. He has Roof Savers of Colorado, 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Level Engineering is next. Alan Davis, and been talking to Alan uh, back and forth on my commercial building. We're going to do solar on. And I tell you what, when it comes to solar on a commercial building, it makes a lot of sense. Talk to Alan today. He can explain why that is. Find him at klzradio.com. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend, enjoyed the Super Bowl. Some of you were 49ers fans and disappointing in the outcome of the game. Some of you are Chiefs, Chiefs fans and are very excited about the end of the, you know, the outcome of the game. I'll talk about that a little bit with Richard Rush, my son, here about 4.30. In the meantime, i got plenty of other things to talk about. I've got a special guest joining us here at uh, 3.30, Pedro Israel Orta. He is a Cuban-American. He has been inside of the CIA. He wrote a book, and he's going to talk about some things that you won't hear in other places. The book is called The Broken Whistle, and he talks about just the failed leadership, the bullying, the things that happen inside of those agencies in particular, which some of us have learned to or have come to realize that that stuff has been going on for a very long time, and more and more people like him are coming out in the open and talking about it. So we'll talk to him at 3.30. Prior to that, my next topic, Joe, actually, Jersey Joe sent me this, and I'm not shocked at this. And this is one of the things that when it comes to the whole EV infrastructure network, they're going to have to figure out ways to handle this. Now, this is, coming, this is a story coming out of Minneapolis, but you could apply this to pretty much anywhere because it happens all over. And that is the theft and or damage done 
to charging stations. <clears throat> the copper, for example, in the lead is worth some money. I'll explain that in a moment. It's not worth probably as much as the thieves feel it is, but the cost to replace it is extremely high. Now, in retrospect, you rarely, if ever, see somebody go to a regular gas pump and steal the hose, the nozzle, and so on. Why? Because there's really not much value there. I mean, there is some, but honestly, probably a little more value at the end of the day than there is on the charge cords, but you have to be able to get rid of that. When it comes to electrical wiring, it's not that hard to get rid of. In fact, most of the time what these thieves do, and they even make tools for this, they strip all of the insulation off the wires. The wire is then bare. The scrap place has no idea where the wire came from, and they pay so much a pound for each particular type of wire. It's that simple. In an EV charge station, there's about two to three pounds of copper that you might get by cutting off the end. And some would say, well, how can you cut the end off? It's live. Well, actually, it's not. I was explaining this to somebody this past week, on Saturday, actually, on Drive Radio. And what people don't realize is the charge station doesn't start charging until the car itself communicates back to the charger. There's two extra wires in a charge cord. And if you look at a charge cord, cord, you'll see five wires. And two of those wires are very small. And those small wires are the data link, if you would, that's going to and from the charger in the car, the car to the charger, and so on. And what happens is as you plug in, the car is saying, hmm, all right, I'm sensing that something just got plugged in. Where am I at and can I accept a charge? If everything is A-OK, it'll go back to the charger and say, yep, go ahead and charge me up. The charge station then receives that signal. You can actually hear a relay click in at that point in time, especially one of these at home. It's a little harder when you're out in public because of the noise that you may hear around you, the, you know, the background noise. But you'll hear a click. The charge station fires up and starts sending power to the car to charge the battery. I'm simplifying it, but that's essentially what happens. So, in essence... Or in turn, when nothing is plugged in and that charge cord is just dangling from the charge station, it's fair game. There's no juice, you know, no electrical current flowing down that wire at all. So the ability for somebody to cut that off is rather easy. You could saw it off. You could use a big pair of snips. You could pretty much do whatever you want to. You can use a knife depending upon how, how handy you are with that knife, knife, how sharp it is. You know, pair of uh, side cutters, you name it, you can actually cut that off pretty easily and no there will be no you know sparks nothing along those lines you're not damaging anything other than just the cord itself being missing now from the charge station and then of course those folks will again strip all of that insulation off they take the wires down bare and they turn that in make money off of it so in minneapolis 44 charge cables on public charge stations some of them more than once and they still have 20 more to replace, making that 64 that have to be replaced in Minneapolis. Now, remember that it's only about $3 a pound that they're getting, and it's 2 to 3 pounds of copper is all they're getting. So at most, they're getting 10 bucks or so out of a 12-foot piece of charge cable. Now, if it's, if it's 20 foot, they might get 20 bucks. Think of it that way. About a buck a foot. Think, think of it kind of in that relation. Now, the cost to replace it, though, and I don't know why this is so high, because you can replace these for less money, but 
the city's cost to replace a cord, charge cord, on an EV charge station is a whopping $4,000. So if you do the math, they've lost 64 of those units, or of those charge station cords, meaning they're out quarter million dollars. It's $256,000 the city has to come up with to replace those 64 cords. I don't know why it's so expensive. Now, typically a cord... Just a cord alone is about 350 bucks. But again, this is the city, and who knows? I don't have an answer to you as to why it's so expensive. Of course, they've got an electrician. The charge of the, you know, the cost of the electrician to go out, make a visit, take everything apart, install it, et cetera, four grand. They can cut it off in a matter of seconds, and it probably takes an hour or two for them to replace everything, at least an hour, and it's four grand. My point is... They're going to have to come up with a better way of figuring out how do they lock these things down or that's going to become a, a, a it'll continue to be a large thing that happens when it comes to the stealing, you know, the theft of the cords themselves. I mean, we live in a town, even here in the Denver Front Range area, where if you're a commercial building and sometimes even a homeowner, if you don't lock your irrigation backflow down because of the amount of copper that's sitting there. You, that's why you see a lot of these with lockable cages on them. If you don't lock that down, the thieves will steal that as well. That's why a lot of people will take those things off in the winter months to keep them from being stolen. Bottom line, you're not going to stop these things from getting stolen unless they come up with a better way to do it. What is that way? I guess some of you listening, if you're pretty ingenious, figure out a way to lock those cords in place, put them in some sort of, in some sort of their own containment system and you probably be very wealthy at the end of the day because that alone would be cheaper than the four grand it takes per cable to have them replaced by the city i'm sure some of those things will be invented at some point but right now they're not and i can tell you right now if you look around even and you you kind of purposely look at ev charge stations number one look and see how many of them are actually intact because a lot of times they'll get vandalized and broken as well the majority of them are just plastic they're pretty cheesily made by the way and they'll get all broken up. The other thing you'll notice is, again, these things are, the cords, the ends are being stolen, again, because of the value that's in the wire itself. And for those of us that have better things to do than steal cords for 10 bucks, you know, we're not addicted to drugs. We're not tweakers. We're not homeless. You know, we're not out there trying to figure out where our next hit's coming from. So we don't care, but there are people out there that do, and 10 bucks to them is a big deal, especially if they can steal 10 of them in a night. Now it's 100 bucks they've made. I'm digressing, but at any rate, we'll talk to our guest in a moment. In the meantime, Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. And when it comes to plumbing, folks, as I was just talking about a moment ago with backflow valves and things along those lines, if there's any upgrades you might need when it comes to plumbing, please give Hi-Fi a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing is offering free home inspections just for KLZ listeners who had freezing during the last cold snap. Thousands of homes had frozen pipes to deal with on top of below zero temps last month. High Five inspects your home for the bad things that can happen after a freeze, and they provide solutions to prevent those problems so you're not left in the cold again. Burst pipes can cause flooding in your home, damage to flooring, drywall, belongings, and much more turning a minor repair into catastrophe. 
High Five Techs will inspect your water, sewer, and gas lines to spot any potential problems that may have been caused by the last big freeze. They give you an assessment of what went wrong and let you decide what gets fixed with no obligation to buy. So make sure the freeze didn't leave you vulnerable now by scheduling your free in-home inspection with High Five Plumbing. Go to klzradio.com slash plumbing and call High Five for this. Michael Bailey Law is talking to somebody today about Michael. Make sure that your estate is in order. He's a few weeks out, so get that appointment made. Find him at klzradio.com. Another year, another promise to go to the gym, eat better, stop chewing your fingernails. Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, has a resolution you will actually keep. 2023 has seen changes in your life that need to be addressed and expressed in a plan. Births, deaths, marriages, divorces, home sales and purchases, and so many more life events have a direct effect on your estate plan. Many people forget that these changes also alter your wishes for your estate, including what happens to your belongings, your money, and the sentimental items you cherish in the event you pass away. The worst possible outcome could be that someone gets something you did not wish for, or even worse, someone doesn't get what you did want them to receive. Updating your estate plan only takes a few minutes, so contact Michael today by going to klzradio.com slash estate and get your estate plan updated for 2024. All right, Dr. Scott is next. He thinks like us. He'd love to have you as a patient, and you will not have to have a big argument like you do typically with other doctors and because they're beholden to big pharma and big insurance. 303-663-6990. Do you want to improve your health, fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal healthcare? Fear not, Dr. Scott is a needs and will customize your healthcare to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303-663-6990 or visit him online at castlerockregenerativehealth.com or find him at rushtoreason.com. All right, speaking of all those things we were talking about with charge cords and so on, anything electrical, we've got the answer for you. That's Genesis 1-3 Electric. Find them at klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric will make sure you are smart about installing a home charger for your new electric vehicle. Genesis 1-3 is one of the very few electricians in the state who are fully certified in EV charger installation. 
Dustin and the team prefer you call them before you purchase anything so they can inspect your home and give you advice on exactly what you need. They can ensure that your panel will support the new charger, make sure wiring is within limits, and help you keep your home safe from electrical fires or damage to the charger. Genesis Techs are concerned that some EV dealers are not properly educating their customers, and they feel a responsibility to ensure that you know what you purchased and how to use it. There are inexperienced electricians out there, so you need the certified pros at Genesis 13 Electric to make sure you're ready for the switch. KLZ listeners get $150 off an EV charger install. Call 883-236-6797. Make the right choice. Call 883-236-6797. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And we are back, and as I noted a few moments ago, Pedro Israel Orta joining us now, Cuban-American author as well, and the book is The Broken Whistle Highlights, Bureaucratic Failures, Exposes Ineptitude and Competence at Highest Levels of Intelligence Leadership. Pedro, welcome. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, John. Thank you so much for having me on the show this afternoon. No, I appreciate it very much. I've been looking forward to talking to you actually for, well, to have you booked here for about a week. So I've been looking forward to this. Okay, first off, I always ask, why the book? Let's start there. Very relevant to what's going on in the country right now. I I pretty much outlined it in my prologue and my epilogue. The truth must be told. We have to confront all these issues we're dealing with of the rampant abuse of government power Mm -hmm that is threatening our constitutional republic. And if we do not speak up and take action, we run the risk of losing our constitutional republic. So in the book, now is the right time to write it, Hmm. given the fact that we have probably one of the most crucial elections coming up. Yep. Uh, Can't disagree with that. No, no, you are are spot on when you say that. Now, the question I've got for you, you are a part of the CIA. I'll let you give a little bit of your background in a moment on that. But do you feel like your book could apply to other three-letter agencies besides the CIA? Yes, the U.S. National Security Bureaucracy, okay. which comprises the intelligence community, DNI, FBI, DIA, NGA, NSA, CIA, so forth. Okay, all right. Okay, so give us a little history, your background with the CIA. 18 years, I did it all. Analyst, wow. operations officer, covert action counterterrorism, counterintelligence, human intelligence operations, targeting operations, liaison-type work with uh, different agencies. I even did a tour in the Office of Inspector General for the Intelligence Community. Okay. All right. In 18 well, years, I earned eight exceptional performance awards. Wow. I did extremely well, except when I spoke up <laughs> of course. about some serious abuses. All yeah. of a sudden, now I was a troubled employee. Of course, of course. Okay, I want to get to those in a moment. Before that, though, just my own curiosity. We see all these different movies, spy films, different things that, you know, that are out there. And, you know, first off, how real are those movies? Or are some more real than others? Or does Hollywood embellish a lot? Hollywood embellishes a lot. But here and there, you might find some some movies that have an element of realism. And they're probably the more boring ones. Okay. Uh, the pan- there's one about uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan did someone something about Panama. Uh, there's another one about I think Damascus spy. 
uh, which it's more about Israeli spying operations. So you you find some good ones out there. You just have to okay. kind of sift through them. Okay, and one other question, because I was contemplating this over the weekend prior to talking to you, and this is something that will kind of even dovetail into some of what I think you want to get into, and that is how many of these agencies today are spying on us, I say us, people like myself. I'm on air. I'm countering a lot of the narratives that are out there in the general populace. I'm sure I'm not a friend of any of these agencies giving what I talk about on a routine basis. I mean, how much spying is actually going on with people like myself versus actual terrorists? Well, the expansion of government power post 9-11 gave the FBI a lot of leeway to conduct operations against perceived terrorism. Okay. Insurrectionist, the J6, for example. Right. And, and, and that's a hook that they are abusing. Hmm. And consequently, that's where accountability, congressional oversight comes in to rein in those abuses. Hmm. Uh, for example, they tried to reform the... Uh, the FISA collection, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, right. court collection right. 702, which is a loophole in which whenever they're trying to collect data on a foreign government official like Tucker, I just finished hearing a Tucker presentation he just gave probably today about he was angry that the government actually spied on his yes. signal yes. in his conversation trying to get the Putin interview. That's right. And he was enraged by it. So that's a loophole. They collect on foreign governments, as we know, as we have heard, right. fully disclosed. We've heard it in congressional hearings. We've heard it through Snowden. We've heard it through newspaper disclosures, FOIA disclosures, and so forth. So they abuse that loophole like they did against General Flynn. And it comes down to how do we stop these abuses? And you already have the constitutional mechanisms in place. It's called congressional oversight, but that's where I have found the biggest, weakest link. Mm. We have a failure of congressional oversight to hold the executive branch accountable. Do you feel like that's – really quick, Pedro, do you think that failure is because of the actual politicians? Do you feel like it's because of the – you know, the deep state and the infiltration of certain individuals that sort of pull the strings. What are your thoughts there? Well, in my book, I, I write how basically CIA ran Pompeo, and for the same matter, uh, the DNI ran Daniel Coates. So you get in these people who take positions of power, and they don't use the power that they have to hold in check these government agencies. So in reality, you've got an entrenched government bureaucracy that has become so powerful mm. that at times they will basically tell the political appointees what to do. Mm. You can go back to Attorney General Sessions, who right. basically said, I'm not getting involved in anything. And he passed the buck right. and caused the whole Russia issue with Mueller investigation. Mm, okay. And as far as Congress, uh, we've, we've got a bunch of Cowards, call yeah. them what they are. Yeah, yeah, you're They're right. Afraid to take on the deep state. Yeah, I know. You know, and that was kind of where I was going with that, Pedro. Is and and I, I'll, you know, I, like you, I'll call it like it is. Cowards, uh, uninformed politicians. You know, I've met a lot of these people, Pedro. Interviewed, uh, you know, several 
of well, not several, probably several dozen over the years. I've been doing this for the past you know ten plus years. So I've interviewed a lot of different politicians, local and including those on the the federal level. Some while they're in office, some after office, some before office. And I'll tell you, Pedro, that my feeling is, and I want to, I'll be careful when I say this, and I know there is some good politicians there, and I can name some of them off, and I think there's some really good, solid, you know, uh, American constitutionalists that are there that really love our country and want to see what's best. But, Pedro, I think there's also a lot of them that are only there because they're electable. They frankly, and I'm sorry to say this, Pedro, they don't have the sense God gave an ant. They really don't. They're there because somebody put them in. They got elected. They're electable. They're able to talk to individuals. But when it comes to having enough sense to figure things out, it's just not there. So we're asking, here's my point, we're asking people to hold others in these high-level agencies accountable when, frankly, I'm not sure they could hold their kids as school teacher accountable. Well, I mean, Senator Burr from North Carolina, with all due respect, okay, you may have done very well and you may have become the committee chair, but his prior history was lawnmower sales. Okay. He was a manager in lawnmower sales. Okay. So, I mean, you, you do have a lot of people that have a questionable background as far as are they really qualified to be in the position that they're in? Right. Then right. you have a lot of others who are beholden to the swamp. And what I mean by swamp is it's a big political machination of mm-hmm. lobbyists, lawyers, congressional staffers, the good old boy network. Right. It, it, it's like it's, it's call it incest. Yes. I mean, it's all yes. interconnected. Yeah, good point. You've got, you know, people married to certain people and they're all connected. Spouses working in the media, spouses working at Congress. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. No, no. You know, that web of interconnection, and I I like the way you said that it really is incestuous relationships that are there. Some of them aren't even arm's length. They're literally connected at the hip over and over and over again to make the spider web, if you would, of of literally connections to where – I mean, this is where I think some of the movies do get it right. You don't know who to talk to for fear that whoever you're talking to is the bad guy in the first place. Correct. you got to watch your back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the book itself, The Broken Whistle. What are some of the things that you, you know, again, we don't give all the book away because we want people to buy it and read it, but what are some of the things you uncover in the book? Well, I keep it to what I can speak with, with uh, bona fides. Okay. In other words, I stay away from conspiratorial nonsense. Okay. I stay away. I appreciate I that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I stay, thank you. You're welcome. I stay in my lane. My lane was I worked in war zones. Okay. I did counterterrorism work. I cut my teeth basically doing basically heavy-duty counterterrorism work, and eventually things blow up in one base where I was working at, where here we go into the DEI and the woke-type society issues that have infiltrated into government, into the military, into the intelligence community. They put in an unqualified leader as a chief of base. I was a deputy chief of base. I was compelled by law to speak up and raise the issues that were being caused. We had harassment of personnel. We had endangerment to our safety. Mm. We had the base turn into a social club on steroids. We weren't doing our job. The military was asking for meetings and help, and we were too busy, basically, just partying. Mm. It was a party base. Wow. Yeah going out for yoga classes at night and, and so forth. So I blew the whistle. I got fired for it. 
sent home, couldn't find a job. I find out that EEO is a joke. The IGs are another joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grievance process is a joke. It was a three-ring circus. Wow. Might as well call them clowns in action. Right, right. And on top of that, criminals in action. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, they used every bureaucratic bullying type of tactic they can use. I had to run from the CIA. Hmm. Don't collect a paycheck, be on leave without pay, until I finally started working for the Office of Inspector General for the Intelligence Community. And while working there, I work in the evaluation that basically investigates, you know, audits the whistleblower protections that we're supposed to have. It turns out we really have nothing. Yeah. All we got is just pretty letters on paper and unenforceable. And for that matter, they were trying to water it down and make it even irrelevant. Wow. So, I mean, you know, they're telling us Snowden was wrong. Snowden should have used the process. But in reality, the process is rigged against you. Don't you dare use the process. Because mm. if you do, mm. they will bully you until you quit or until they find a reason to fire you. As they just recently did, as we found out last week, that a lady who blew the whistle on sexual harassment issues and opened the door for dozens of others to step forward, they found a reason to fire her. Hmm. That's just par for the course. Okay, so... blew the whistle on all these issues. So we, you know, you're, we're talking today, and for those of you listening, maybe that are just joining us right now, Pedro Israel Orta, Miami-born son of Cuban, Cuban immigrants uh, who fled the tyranny of Fidel Castro's communism. You've got full experience with all of that, spent 18 years in the CIA. Uh, Pedro, as we were talking a few minutes ago, and I know you and I are talking, the book exposes a lot of this, but what, you know, the average person that's listening right now, what can they do to assist in bringing more light to this and keeping these agencies in check? What do we do? I mean, we got to elect the right people. That, that's critical. Okay. We got to make sure that we use our right to vote and go out and vote. Okay. We, we have to stay engaged, stay informed. I mean, I live here now in Oklahoma, and I find that people, for the most part, really can care less what happens in Washington hmm. or what happens at the national level. Mm-hmm. We can't do that. We hmm. need to stay informed. Hmm. Stay informed, get involved, you know, communicate with your congressman, communicate with your senator. Those are the basic things that we need to do. And at the same time, ensure that the politicians that we elect, that we hold them accountable. Hmm. If they're not doing their job, call them out for it. Yep. Uh, yep. If you have the power to call them out for it, call them out yep. for it. You're right. Agree. Pedro, it's been, a, it's been a joy having you. I appreciate it very much. Anytime you want to come back, you're welcome. Where do folks get the book, Pedro? The easiest way is go to www brokenwhistlebook.com that's the book website brokenwhistlebook.com okay and at that site it'll have links to amazon barnes and noble books a million and apple books okay i'm putting that in our notes right now so we'll have that up on the website a little bit later tonight pedro thank you i've enjoyed it very much thank you for the service to our country Uh, we're indebted to people like you and we appreciate it very much sir Thank you so much, John. You're very Pleasure welcome, Pedro. Have, you know, have a great night. Best of luck to you. We appreciate you very much. Again, brokenwhistlebook.com. Canar Home Transitions is next. Talk to Kurt Rogers tonight at 5 o'clock. We'll get an update on our Monday Mortgage Minute. But I read something a moment ago on Realtor.com whereby rates are starting to fall. So if you're interested in looking at a home, looking to make a move, buy, sell, whatever the case may be, please give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. 
Catherine and Robin with K&R Real Estate know how to save the day, maximizing your investment. Robin protects you financially with an unmatched level of financial experience, and she doesn't back down to anyone. That protects your money. And Catherine beautifully uses her ability to present your home the best way possible and uses her relational strengths to make sure you maximize the amount of money you can sell your home for. She does this while working closely with the seller's realtor, neighbors, and contractors, and anyone else connected with the sale of your home. Both Cat and Robin are fighting for you. And that is so critical for the preservation of your largest financial investment and financial future. Robin doesn't often lose an argument for her client. And Catherine stands up for you in her own unique way. They work together to make you the most money on the sale of your home. Contact Catherine and Robin today at klzradio.com forward slash home or call them at 720-437-8210. Hey, thinking of doing a remodel and wanting to get it done this summer, I would highly suggest you start now because if you need a permit, you best get that done early because some of those can take a little while to get done. Give Premier a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels is fully transparent in every aspect of your home remodel. They take customer service to the next level with their online portal, offering you daily updates, progress photos, and even a calendar to track your remodel process. Their portal also allows you to access benchmarks for payments and presents the licenses of each tradesman on site, so you know you're always in safe and skilled hands. And they want you to share design ideas and photos that inspire you so every aspect of the plan is what you want. Premier maintains full transparency by professionally documenting project progress with before and after photos, so you are always up to date. You want a team that will always inform you every step of the way with your remodel. Contact Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. We just went through a cold snap. More to come. We won't be into springtime just quite yet. So if you need anything done on your furnace, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. You never know what you're getting into when it comes to an HVAC system in a newly leased tenant-finished office space or store. But Cub Creek Heating and AC does. Cub Creek can be your company's heating and AC manager so you can get back to business now. They follow a rigorous quarterly 21-point inspection proactively preventing you from losing heating or cooling. Most HVAC companies have different teams for furnaces and air conditioners, but with Cub Creek, you get both in one team so they get to know your entire system better. Cub Creek doesn't just swing by and change your filters occasionally. They understand your particular needs and equipment, so they'll be better able to prevent outages that cost you big time. Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC are fully licensed and all techs are NATE certified. Commercial financing is available, so call Cub Creek Heating and AC today at klzradio.com slash HVAC and get back to business. Pastors and children's ministry workers, would you like to make your vacation Bible school or summer camp a hit this year? It's time to bring in a show that your kids and guests will never forget. Hi, I'm Tom Lozano. For 30 years, I have been entertaining kids with puppets and gospel magic, and it's all done with a focus on sharing the truth of the Bible. That's my mission. 
I teach kids about God with fun and laughter. But at the end of the show, it can get serious with an opportunity for the kids in your program to ask Jesus into their lives or renew their commitment to Jesus. And there is no cost to churches for my show. Are you interested in finding out more? Check out my site at klzradio.com forward slash citykids. My gospel presentations are perfect for elementary age kids and there is no charge to churches. Let's make your summer plans a game changer for these kids' lives. Go to klzradio.com forward slash citykids. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thank you for joining us, by the way. Somebody said earlier, uh, talking about the charge station, you know, cords being cut and so on. As an electrician, I've hooked up some of those, and some of the charge cables on the higher amperage charging units have a coolant line in there to cool it down, believe it or not. No, I've never seen one of those. Yeah, I would say that probably would, yeah, that would make total sense. I wouldn't debate that. It all makes makes total sense. When it comes to gun laws, this is one where I haven't spent a lot of time talking about this because I'm guessing this one will probably go to the Supreme Court. And somebody I somebody sent me this, I even said that back to, and they said, well, if somebody has the funding to do so. Well, this is where organizations like Alliance Defending Freedom come in. They don't charge their clients to take these sorts of cases on, and they will go ahead and take these things all the way up the flagpole to the Supreme Court if possible. In fact, that's usually their goal to make that happen. This happens to be Hawaii. They rejected a Second Amendment interpretation in a landmark decision. Essentially, Hawaii ruled that a man can be prosecuted for carrying a gun in public without a permit in the state, overturning a lower court ruling that concluded this would violate his rights under the Second Amendment. Christopher Wilson was charged with keeping a firearm in an improper place and keeping ammunition in an improper place after being arrested on December 7th, 2017, in the West Maui Mountains. Keep in mind, he wasn't even in the city. And if any of you have been to Maui, you know how those mountains look and the fact that, believe it or not, even on Maui, they're not heavily populated. In other words, not a lot of people around. He was found in possession of a handgun that that had been loaded with a 10-round magazine, which he insisted was for self-defense without a permit, as required by state law. Wilson's legal team moved to dismiss the charges, arguing they violated the Second Amendment in the context of the 2022 Supreme Court ruling in New York State Rifle versus Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. The motion has was granted by Hawaii Circuit Court of the Second Circuit, though this was appealed by the state, taking this case to the state's Supreme Court. Now, once again, we all know why, but why is a state taking this to the next level. Not their job, not the proper role of government, any way, shape, or form, but of course this is Hawaii, one of the most liberal states in the country. Reason why I doubt I'll ever live there. It's a great state. I love visiting. Love it there. You guys all know my history with how often I've been there, but it would be a hard place to live in because of these sorts of Things that happened. In their appeal, Hawaii authorities argued Wilson did not bother to apply for a gun license or carry license and thus didn't fulfill the necessary legal requirements under the state's licensed open carry law. The Supreme Court concluded we reject Wilson's constitutional challenges, conventional interpretive modalities, and Hawaii historical tradition of firearm regulation rule out an individual right to keep and bear arms under the Hawaii Constitution. In Hawaii, there is no state constitution right to carry a firearm in public. Well, 
This is one of those where this will get dicey and will most likely go to the Supreme Court because in this particular case, federal law, our constitution of the land, will most likely supersede what the state constitution sets. I'm not an attorney, but if I was going to argue it, that's how I would. Sort of like a state can't tell you you can't drive inside of its borders unless you're white with black polka dots. In other words, that isn't the way it works, as we all know, and you can't put undue restrictions on someone just because you're now a state wanting to do something different than what the feds say. I'm simplifying that, but you get where I'm going. And I'm not an attorney, never claim to be one, don't even play one on the radio. So this most likely, though, will go to the Supreme Court. American National Insurance is next. you got to make sure you have insurance, by the way. And I'll talk about this later in the 5 o'clock hour about the amount of immigrants, migrants, illegal aliens, that are now here owning driving cars that most likely are not insured. So make sure you're properly insured, 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, that's it for Hour 1. If you're listening to the replay, thank you so much. We appreciate that very much. Don't forget to go to the website, RushToReason.com. Answer the question of the day. You can also find all of our show notes there on this show and past shows as well. Hour 2, though, is next. We'll be right back. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.